For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Outdoor Podcast, probably presented by Six Hour and created by Bowhunter Planet. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Outdoor Podcast. I'm Tim Mazaran along with Dave Thomas, your host tonight. And uh, joining us along for the ride, we have Jason from Pope and Young. Jason, it is nice to see you. How is it going, man? Going great. Uh, we're full speed ahead. I'm working on a convention right now. It's coming right up for us. Awesome. Excellent. So I want to actually dig into a little bit about what you guys do because I think, you know, you guys are very popular out there. Your name is is a name everybody knows, but I think people get confused on what you guys actually do. So can you start off with kind of giving us a rundown of what Pope and Young is, how you guys got kind of got started and what you guys are all about? Absolutely. It's as I travel and talk to people, that's actually kind of a common occurrence. Everybody's heard of us, but not everybody's sure what we do. And so we were originally started um, as a records organization and, and our records program was started so that we could go around and prove to fish and game agencies that a bow and arrow was a successful way to successfully take big game. You know, here's a way there were not bow seasons in the country you were not allowed to hunt with the bow and arrow and the crazy thing is i'd been a bow hunter for 30 years before coming on i had no idea about that and so that's why we were started it's it's morphed into what we are now so we're you know the the national bow hunting organization kind of the voice of today's bow hunter or we sure try to be and so the records program is still part of who we are it's kind of the I don't know if you call it the heart or the soul of the organization, but we're way more than that. We're a member organization that looks out for bow hunters all across the U.S., Canada, Mexico, all over North America on issues that could potentially negatively affect us or to jump in in areas that can promote bow hunting. And so um, even today we were, we were approached by one of the states who they're having some issues with their fishing game and they're like, Hey, we need some more voices on this. And so we jumped in and we said, yeah, absolutely. We'll lend a voice to that. And, uh, and then we have an outreach program. We have a conservation component. In fact, this past weekend, I was uh, up on the mountain uh, processing bighorn sheep, you know, the helicopter was netting them and bringing them in and I got to be part of that. So it's uh, one of the programs that we helped fund this year. So a lot of different components. Um, and then we celebrate every two years, we get together for our biennial convention. And that one's coming up here, gosh, in less than a month. And uh, that's going to be in Reno, Nevada. We're excited about it and huge animal displays. So we added it up the other day. Last time we had, it was our biggest display. I think we had about 125 just monsters in that room when you walked in it kind of we have it on three sides that display and it, and it was a little bit crowded and this year we added another roughly 50 
And so we had to take it. We're, we're having to do a two-story display all the way around the room this year. It's going to be wow. pretty. I can't wait to see it. Uh, Jason, let, um, what I want to do is kind of dig in a little bit deeper in each one of these things um, that Pope and Young is, is involved with. So th this convention, um, can you walk us through like what happens at the convention? Is it members only or, or is it open to the public? And then, you know, once somebody goes in, what, what, what can they expect? You bet. Great question. So it is open to the public. Um, you can come in for the whole week. It starts on a Wednesday, goes through Saturday night. Um, and we have probably the biggest draw is the big game display. We have th over 36,000 inches wow. of net trophies on display. Uh, we did a little research and we can't find where there's been a bigger display, uh, let alone for archery. So definitely something we're excited about. And then we have speakers. So for some of the luncheons and dinners, we have speakers. John Dudley's coming in for us. Kurt Wells is talking. We have a number of seminars. If you want to learn about, you know, hunting dangerous game, you know, grizzly bears and, and lion, the African lions, we have a segment on that. If you want to learn about the, the latest bow site, you should be checking out. We have a, somebody talking about that. So it's just several days of information camaraderie. We have roughly a hundred booth spaces. So a lot of the big names in the outdoor industry will be there displaying kind of their goods along with outfitters. And we have, you know, we tend to gravitate towards, towards those outfitters that are very bow hunter centric, not all of them, but, but most of them, I mean, as we all know, there's a difference between, you know, somebody who will take a bow hunter and somebody who, who targets and, and really thrives on, on the bow hunter client. Yeah, absolutely, cool. man. And it, it is kind of funny that you say that because there is a big difference when you're looking for an outfitter between those that cater to gun and cater to bow. Um, I think as we all know, you know, I hunt a little bit differently when I'm hunting gun than I would, that I do when I'm hunting bow. So um, to have somebody that, that specifically caters to that, I think is a, is a great opportunity for, for everybody to take a look at, but that sounds like a really uh, packed event that you guys have going on here. So you said that was every two years, every two years. Yeah. It's uh, we try to do it in April, which is, is not always the greatest time because you got spring bear and some turkey hunting going on, but that's kind of the soonest we can do it after we have our our big panel measurement where we bring in all the trophies and, and kind of double check them all. So that's cool. So, well, let's talk about those trophies for a minute. So, cause I want to get into a little bit of the record side of everything here too. So what you're bringing in, are those owned by Pope and young or are those ones that have been scored by Pope and young, but are owned by the people that shot it? How does that work? Yeah. So they are all owned by the, the trophy owners themselves, typically the hunters and, um, what it is is we invite the top animals in each category to come to panel and it's it's quite an honor just to be invited to panel i'm hoping you know someday i get invited but uh, i haven't shot anything big enough yet and, you don't uh, live in michigan do you no you got some big boys here let me tell you yeah. and there's so probably nobody on that it, panel from michigan I, i'm trying to think i there might be i don't know i doubt it no i can answer that for you possible yeah. but probably not the odds are against us <laughs> yeah. So, but we've got the, you know, some of the best measures in the world, guys that are measuring, you know, hundreds of animals a year and they come in and they, we have two teams goes over each of the trophies. 
And then if there's a discrepancy, then they meet together and, uh, and decipher, Hey, here's exactly what the score should be. You know, more often than not, they're upholding the original score. Occasionally, you know, there's, there's some that go down, but we also had uh, several this year that went up that the panel says, well, we could give them credit here. So it's, it's just a verification process to ensure the validity of the records program. And then those trophies are stored on site and then they make up the display for convention. So people get to come in and see them. And, and I mean, it's, it's amazing. I, I can't even imagine how it's going to be last time. It was huge to have another 50 is just, wow. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. So how does one get their harvest scored? How does that process work? Yeah. So the first, the, the very best way to do it, you know, if you're out there and, and you take something that, that you're, you know, you think might, uh, ah, heck, if you just want a, a score for something, very best way to do it is if you go to the website, the Pope and Young website, and we have a list of measures from all over the country. So there's a very good chance we have somebody fairly close to you. Just give them a call. And these are volunteers. And it's the precision that they do this with it just impresses me. I mean, they have to take a three-day course to become an official measure. So this is not Uncle Billy's neighbor's tailgate tape measure session. This is legitimate. I mean, these guys walk in. Most of them walk in with a toolkit or a big briefcase with all their stuff in it. First thing they do, even these guys that do it all the time, the first thing they do is break out a measuring manual. Even if they're doing something they've done a hundred times, first thing they do, it's so cool. And then they, they go in and they, you know, put tape on it, make marks. And I mean, they are down to exactly what that measurement is. That's awesome. You know, it's funny. Cause I was at uh when I was at the ATA show, uh, I ran to Dylan, uh, the guy that works with you guys yeah. you know? and Dylan. Um, he's like, we we're talking about Pope and young. And he said, uh, he's like, you know, this this great archers here and this one over here and then so we went to the badlands film fest he's like dude i gotta introduce you to these guys you gotta meet this guy I gotta meet this guy I gotta meet this guy they're all like legendary he's like he goes everybody thinks chuck adams you know did this super slam thing but this guy right here he did it before him and da, da, da. so cool i was like that's right jack that's frost cool. that's what it was yeah. yep that's it yeah. it was pretty and impressive man it's neat and you know the thing about our convention is is uh I get the privilege to attending a lot of other events and there are some phenomenal ones out there, but the Pope and young convention, it's everybody there is a, is a bow hunter. They all believe in it. They live it. And it's just the neatest thing. In fact, it, here's a Jack Frost story. I, I was at our last convention and I was just overhearing somebody talk and this guy, kind of a young guy, uh, you know, I don't know, thirties, probably he, he goes up to his buddy. He's like, you won't believe what just happened, man. I just sat down. And I was telling this guy about our hunt in, you know, whatever state it was, Pennsylvania. He's like, I'm, I'm telling him all about this. And then I introduced myself. He's like, it was Jack Frost. <laughs> and he's literally, he sits down at a table and he's just having lunch with Jack Frost. Didn't even realize who he was. And Jack is the kind of guy who is as interested about your hunt as he is the one he just did. And here's a guy that's been all over the world. I mean, he's done it all. Yeah. He was the first guy to do a lot of it. And, and that's how it is. It's there's, 
there's not this pretentiousness that you get in some places and you can literally come in, sit down and have a conversation with heroes and legends. And it's, it's just, it's fun to see. It's neat. It was, was, I can tell you exactly the opposite of what I expected it to be on my first convention. Yeah. I like the classic part of it. I love the idea that have the history history and parts of that history and, you know, getting to know people that, um, wouldn't normally, you would never know. Like I, I never heard of Jack Frost. You know what I mean? Like, so like for me, for Dylan to say, Oh, you gotta meet this guy. You know, it was interesting. Cause he, you know, he's inspired by, I could tell by just listening to him talk about all these amazing yeah. archers over time. And, uh, I don't know. I just, just definitely something special to it. And I think it's, it's, a important aspect that people tend to forget about is the history and I, I always think it's important to remember history remember who's out there and who's done what and try to in especially in archery of course you know trying to keep it somewhere where we can all see it someday you know yeah and it's you know now there's a uh i you know we talked to folks and there's almost been a splintering not that it's a good thing or bad thing but but you know 30 years ago you know, there were half a dozen magazines. There was no internet. There was no cell phone. You you would wait. And every month you would hope that your outdoor life got there on the 12th because you could not wait to get your hands on what was inside. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you had sports of field, field and stream and, and the ones that you would wait for. And that was your sole source of information on hunting. Yeah. And so you look at, you know, guys that I used to read about back in, you know, Chuck Adams, he's been doing this for a long time. And and some of these guys the back then there was a very finite amount of, you know, quote unquote influencers. And now there's, you know, the information, it's a super highway before it was yeah. a slow trickle. Now it's a fire hydrant and there's so much more information out there. And some of it's really good and some of it's really not, Yeah. but you know, there's so many people. And so these are some of the guys that, you know, when there were only, you know, a handful of bow hunters, you know, chasing the, the 29, um, you know, these are some of the guys that we have there and it's, it's pretty impressive to be able to sit down and visit with them. Yeah. It's, it's, really it's cool. crazy how much time can go by it's kind of like watching canadian bowling right when you're talking to some of these guys that just have all these stories where you sit down and and what feels like five minutes because what they've seen and what they've done and and how they're able to tell stories is just so intriguing that you realize it's been four hours right yeah (laughs) now now canadian bowling isn't that is that curling is that just so we're straight? So they yeah. actually have Canadian bowling where it's bowling with like five pins and no holes in the ball. It's a small. Oh, really? Ball. Yeah. Yeah. You wow. check it out. I'm telling you, you turn it on, you'll be four hours later. You'd be like, huh, it's, it's now past my bedtime. Yeah, there you go. I used to yeah. think like, I, I grew up in the nineties and I, you know, Chuck Adams was huge when I grew up and I remember the, you know, obviously the super slams and all that came out from Easton and I remember Hoyt was real big back then when I was a kid, Matthews had just started getting into it and uh, Martin was huge. Um, Anyway, I remember though, I didn't have like the outdoor lifes and all that. I I think that was a little bit before me at that time, but like in the nineties, I remember the big thing for me was the Bass Pro Shop book and the Cabela's book. Those were like the Bibles. They come in August. Absolutely. And I was so excited to like watch, you know, go through those magazines and look at the latest gear and, 
you know, I'll never forget picking out circling things with markers like the I remember the deer sled type things, you know, with the wheels that yeah. you could carry a deer out of the woods. I was so pumped about that when it came out because we hunted state land and to get deer out was always a hassle, you know, and I was like, man, wouldn't this be awesome for baiting and for the deer to throw a deer on and wheel it out. And I'm not exaggerating, guys. I got that stupid thing like in 98 or 99 and, and the wheels fell off. <laughs> As I was coming out of the woods, the wheels all fell off different directions. The nuts and bolts went through the thick grass. Couldn't find anything. I'm like, are you oh, freaking no. kidding me? But I remember just dreaming about getting it, trying to save my money oh, to yeah. get it. I was like, oh, this Absolutely. will get me in and out. Yeah. Now, yeah. now I have, we, we, have, we have similar equipment now, but they're our kids. Yeah, <laughs> right? no, it's called a four-wheeler. Yeah, four-wheeler and a tarp works always. always private good, land, so know? I can go wherever I want with it. Yeah, it, it is. It is amazing how much the industry and, and, you know, just that that whole aspect of it, the product side of it has changed. Well, you know, I wouldn't really, say just this industry, all industries, everything sure. is yeah. open book now. It's different than it used to be. It's not. Um, in fact, it's kind of hard to find the experts sometimes, you know, when people are going through. And I, I use this analogy for computers or gaming or any other thing that and I know it's same in archery, but any other thing I'll go through and try to find the sources I believe are the most accurate or know what they're talking about to an extent uh, besides the companies direct. And generally I prefer to still hear from the companies, but a lot of companies nowadays don't really do direct materials that I've seen. And if they do, it's minimal. It's not like, you know, detailed, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, see, I, I'd go the other way. I'd say it's not hard to find an expert. It's just hard to find a legitimate expert. Well, yeah, it's like, I don't know how, how you know, do they really know or do they not know or right, right. like, and to be honest with you, in some cases, I would prefer, like, if I, you know, we do our stuff, we do and our stuff's generic in general. And I tell people that I'm not an expert. I'm showing you this bow. This is what it looks like. This is how it sounds. Right. This is how it shoots to me. I'm not an expert. You take it for what you want. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But if I was Matthews or if I was Hoyt, I would love to see them take that money they spend in marketing and put it internal and say, you know what, let's create our own content based on, you know, being the expert of our bow, you know, and this is how it works. And 
this is the details and this is a real person hunting with it. You know, <laughs> like that's what I would love to see. Just a little bit of a flip-flop from, you know, the big, big spends, you know what I mean? That you see right now. Yeah. I saw the other day, actually, I think it was Dylan was telling me about, Oh, you know, this, this one bow company pays that guy X number of dollars a year to shoot their bow. And I'm like, what? I could not yeah. believe it. I had no idea. I'm like, but that's the, that's the change, you know, the influence and the, what social media has done. It's, it's definitely created a, a lot more information yeah. more readily available. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's, it's hard to justify, not justify things. You know, I I'm just more of like a simplified person. I'm like, all right, this doesn't work or this works or, you know, whatever, but in, in no way, shape or form, no way, shape or form do I personally feel like anybody is worth a certain amount of money or higher in this industry? It's just my opinion, but there's some numbers I've heard thrown around that just boggle my mind. I'm just like, if that's serious, then these companies are really not smart in marketing. Cause this, some of the stuff's like ridiculous. I'm like, wow. But again, who knows, right? All, yeah. all companies, industries do stupid things too, when it comes to budgets. <laughs> yeah. And it was, this was just, I kind of laughed about it. Cause it was it was a guy that's supposedly getting a million plus to shoot a certain bow. I'd never heard of him. And he's like, Oh, he's got, you know, this many followers. And I'm like, okay. And, uh, what, what else does he do? And, and it's a company that literally didn't, you know, they're like, well, I, we don't know if we can budget, you know, 10 grand this year to support the only organization fighting for bow hunters rights in right. the United States. Of America. Yeah. I'm like, you have somebody a million bucks to shoot a bow and you can't come up with 10 grand to ensure that he has a place to go shoot his bow. I'm like, come on now. Yeah. So that one just, that's basic me. budget right there. Basic money. And yeah. when it comes to purchasing, that's basic business. So you, you obviously are over budgeted in the wrong way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you didn't do your math. You didn't do your work to pay anybody in this industry a million dollars to me is not, not right at all. So I don't yeah. care who it is. I don't care who it is. Nobody's worth a million dollars in the archery industry. And that's yeah, yeah. except for me, of course, and Tim. Yeah. I mean, you guys, um, obviously, but you know, I'm, it's not off the table is all. I'm if you, if, you, if <laughs> you're a company who wants to pay us a million dollars, feel free. Right. Today's episode is brought to you by Sig Sauer, keeping you safe in and out of the field, but also keeping you in the field longer with Sig's lamp of cross rifles, optics, ammo, and more. Learn all about it at SigSour.com. Also brought to you by Tinks, Dead Down Wind, Burris, Vapor Trail, Stokerized, Apex Rewards, and Easton. Last year, Reveal by Tacticam quickly became the most sought-after scouting camera in America, making cellular scouting available to any hunter. We ask our users how we can make this outstanding camera even better, and this is our answer. Introducing the all-new Reveal X. Even easier setup, better battery life, faster trigger speed, on-demand HD photos, extended detection range. This season, find out what all the buzz is about. Get a new Reveal X by Tacticam. Enter the Apex Outdoor Rewards Turkey Challenge in your state. Over $120,000 in cash rewards. Limited number of entries allowed statewide. Every bird is a possible winner. Reward your passion at ApexOutdoorRewards.com. But I, I would tell you, you cut the check. It's okay. <laughs> uh, come on. You know, now. C- coming from, you know, long time in the, you know, going to dinners and, and fundraisers. I'm, I'm like, Hey, let's have a, an auction. You know, it's like, all right, 
this guy gets, you know, a million dollars to shoot that, but I'll do it for nine and a quarter. Yeah, I was going to say, exactly. Yeah, we'll do it for eight fifty. Exactly. That's yeah. why I tell people, I've talked to so many people in this industry about money when it comes to the amount of money. And let's just say the money was 500000 right? And I say to them, okay, well, did you consider the fact you could have just said to them, hey, I'll give you a two fifty, right? Uh, what are they right. going to say? No to a quarter million dollars? Like, really? Because I don't think they're going to say no. I think... They'd be like, well, no. And I'd be like, all right, well, that's all we can afford. Then they'd be like, okay, yeah, we'll take it, right? I mean, they're not going to turn down a quarter million dollars. Just like that no. shooter that's getting a million dollars, it's like, okay, I, hey, I can offer you 550 or 500 or 400 or whatever. It's like, you got to be willing to walk. That's all I'm saying. You can't put your eggs in one basket and a million dollars. Like you just said, right? To sponsor like a Pope and Young for 10000 or whatever, it's just logical. Yeah. It's nothing. It's chump change compared to a million dollars. So it, 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 it's also why, you know, Jason, we appreciate you joining the show and, and, and having Pope and Young on and being represented here because that's what we're all about, right? I mean, we, we've said it from the beginning of, of our founding, which what, Dave, is going on, going on 14 years now. I think we're a little bit over 13. Yes, sir. Um, that this is all about the heritage, Right. This is yeah. this is all about create. We we never wanted to create something that was just going to push everybody out. Like that was never what we wanted to do. We wanted to bring a community together, right? And so that's why we love having people like you, Pope and Young, you know, on this on our show because it highlights, you know, the 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 efforts that a lot of people are making to make sure that that heritage exists because. It is not just one person that can do it. It's a whole community of people that need to do it together. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's interesting you bring up heritage because that's literally the three P's for Pope and Young. It's preserve, promote, and protect. And it's all about bow hunting. You know, our, the preservation, the records program, we actually have the largest set of records for North American big game in the world. Wow. So we have millions wow. of data points and, you know, fish and game agencies and fish and wildlife, they utilize those points even to see, hey, what trend are we in? You know, they can can narrow it down to a state or even a county in some cases and say, is, is what we're doing working? And I like to, you know, flip that around and say, well, there's we're going to be debuting 13 new world records in Reno. So, yeah, it's working. Wow. Um, yeah. And so, you know, and, and then the other part of that is we're working with, with Johnny Morris and his team at Bass Pro and Cabela's uh, to create a, the National Bowhunting Museum in, in Springfield. Nice. Um, so excited about that. I don't have a date for that, but when it, when it comes up, we'll, we'll have some. And then yeah, let us, the promote. I'm sorry, I was say, let us know how, how that goes down. I'd love to jump in on calls with that with you guys, mainly for portions of the museum, because mainly uh, we have a lot of classic bows here. And one of the things I'd love to do with these bows is donate them or get them to that museum for them to use for showing off the different bows over the years. Because we've been buying and acquiring these classic bows. And I always thought, man, I would love for these to go more to where they should be stored forever, you know, as some sort yeah. of museum that, you know, so they're not just... I don't know. I don't see the point in like just reselling them and trying to make money. I think, I think it'd be cool for people to be able to see these bows years later. Like, Hey, in 2020, you know, no, like in 2002, yeah. Matthews launched a blah, 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 you know, and this is it right here. You could see it. You know what I mean? I think that'd be pretty cool. See, and, and we do that all the way back to, 
you know, the sixties, Oh, yeah. 1962. There's so, but we do, that's the preserve the promote. We're out there promoting bow hunting, um, working with organization, other, a lot of state organizations we work closely with just to help promote opportunities. Um, just, just, we don't want to see bow hunting opportunities get pushed by the wayside, you know, for other ones we're, we're pro hunting first and foremost, yep. but you know, we also have to look out for bow hunters cause we're the only ones doing it. And then, uh, you know, the, the, that's, that's not only the promotion, but the protection piece. And so, um, you know, that, that, if you look at it, one of the conservation projects we're involved with right now is an area where predators are, are just completely overrunning the pronghorns and the bighorns. And so we're working with the state wild sheep foundation, some other partners, uh, to do some habitat improvement and also some predator stuff so that these lambs have a chance to survive and, and make it. And that just happens to be in an area uh, it's, it's in Oregon. And that just happens to be in an area where they have a traditional only archery season. There's not a lot of those out there, but it's kind of nice. Cause it, 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 here's an area that, uh, and I'm a compound bow shooter, so <laughs> it's not helping me any, but here's an area where literally you can go buy a tag and you can only hunt it with a recurve or a longbow. And so that's kind of a neat opportunity for some folks. Very. Yeah. So you guys do a lot of, a lot of conservation across the country. Is there kind of like a common issue that you see across all the different, you know, conservation items and stuff that you guys are working on? You know, the one thing that we see across the board is that uh, no matter what coast you're on, north, south, all of our conservation, all of the state agencies are are having trouble with funding. I mean, none of them are, are flush with cash. And so, you know, there's some places where we can come in, you know, put a little money towards a project and allow them to do things that they otherwise couldn't get done. And so that you know, and, and it's, you know, disease right now is a big thing as habitat shrinks, uh, you know, we want to maintain the numbers of, of animals that are out there to pursue. And if, if you have a, you know, if you have a hundred acres and a hundred animals, you know, it's an acre, acre per animal density. Well, now all of a sudden your habitat is half your density, either your animal number goes down or your density number goes up. And, when the density goes up, that's where you run into some of the issues, you know, with CWD or this MOV or just all kinds of different things um, that can have negative impacts on our herds. So that's a big one. Habitat is always on the, always on the list. And fortunately we've got some great partners out there. There's some phenomenal conservation organizations that are doing great work. And so we like to partner with them and, and, you know, get, get the most bang for all of our buck, basically. So for, for the people that are listening, how can they find more information out about Pope and Young and what you guys are doing, whether that be nationally or more locally to their region? Yeah. The, the very best resource right now is probably our website. It's just pope-young.org. Um, and it's a, it's a good place to start. If you want more information, get a hold of us. Our, our contact information is on there. We love to talk about you know, bow hunting and, and what we're doing. And my challenge for people is 
you know, as I talked to bow hunters, they're not always joiners. And so my thing is, is even if you, you know, like to, you're a bow hunter because you want to be alone in the woods, which I am all for, make sure that, you know, when you're not out in the woods hunting, make sure you join PNY or join your state bow organization or join wild sheep or elk foundation somewhere so that we're all given back to the resource that we love. Awesome. Right on. Well, I don't know, guys. I think I think the big thing is just, you know, check out the programs, period. Uh, it doesn't mean you're going to go kill a giant deer and get it on there, but you can still, like, help Pope and Young and be a part of that membership organization um, and definitely recommend doing that because, again, it's very important what it helps overall. It's not just about the big deer. It's about a lot of things. But, um, again, protecting archery is a very important part of this and, uh, you know, can't go wrong doing that. So, you know, please do. And thank you to the companies who do support Pope and Young. Absolutely. Uh, we know it's uh, not easy for companies sometimes to do it, but they do it and they, and they know it's important and they, you know, find a way to do it. So I think it's just say hats off to them, to them uh, for doing that and uh, continuing that partnership with you guys is really important. So thanks for that. Jason, any last words, my friend? You know, I, I just have a challenge for you guys. Here's uh -oh. So Rapping? of, of all the species that we have represented. So, you know, if you go from polar bears to deer, all the deer, moose, elk, caribou, what animal of all of them, what is the longest standing world record? What, what would be your guess? It's going to be something that's not hunted a lot. So I would guess like, like, uh, like red deer or mule deer. It's going to be something that's not generic general. That's I'm going to go, say. I'm going to go with moose. Okay. All right. Final answers. Yeah. Is it a, yes. Okay. It's a typical white tail. What? No way. Never would have longest standing world's record is the Mel Johnson buck killed in the sixties. And wow. the crazy thing about that is it is the most pursued big game animal in North America. That's it crazy. Is the number one most entered species in our record book by a margin. Wow. And it's also the one that's the longest standing world's record. So that one just blows my mind because there's, I mean, millions of people chase whitetail deer every year. And you see some monsters getting taken, but it just not, not quite there yet. So that's crazy. I, I like they say, they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing they say the that, but I'll tell you what we had at, the, at our last convention, we had the, the Brewster buck and the, uh, the butcher buck, which are both over 300 white tails. So wow. that was, uh, somebody's making them better, bigger and better than ever. So I, I don't oh, know. No. That one just always, <laughs> that one just blows my mind. I mean, it's a phenomenal specimen. But that's the one that just every year I expect it to get broken. And it's the longest standing because I would have been like you. I'd have, you know, Dave, I'd have been like, yeah, it's got it's muskox. I don't know. Something. Yeah, I was thinking it had to be something of. like something different, you know? Yeah. But, so, no, we're excited. We've never had 13 world records in, new ones in a, in a convention year. So we're so excited about that. And we're going to have them on display uh, for people to come in and take a look at and, and share with the world. So. Might be, be some of these, yeah. Some of these, it's the only time you'll ever get a chance to see them because they're not on public display. You know, they're going to be in somebody's living room, and uh, it's a pretty neat opportunity. But I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Always, always enjoy visiting.
no yes, doubt. thank you we so much. You and uh, yeah, check it. We'll put the link below for those who watch this on uh, Carbon TV. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Six Hour Tinks and Dead Down Wind, for your support of the show. Remember, uh, get outdoors, take a kid out. Super important, uh, and get them get them out there as soon as you can because that's going to go a long way. We'll see you guys next time on the show. Thanks again, Jason and Pope and Young. And we'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Hello, and thank you for watching this episode right here on Carbon TV of the Outdoor Podcast presented by Sig Sauer, created by Bowhunter Planet. If you're interested in outdoor activities, this is the place to be right here on Carbon TV. We have a great conversation pieces coming up this season, and we hope that you guys uh, chime in with your comments and questions and ask if you want us to have certain people on the show. We'd love to see it from you guys. I just want to say thank you to all the supporters who reached out and wanted to support this show in 2023. We really look forward to a great season, uh, a new idea with hunt, camp, and fish, and adding in all these cool things for you guys to really explore the outdoors with us and have a lot of fun. And uh, we'll do it all right here on Carbon TV. So uh, thank you for chiming in, and we'll see you guys soon, okay? Thanks for watching. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.